The Critically Human channel explores the human experience around the world and throughout time, with topics that range from the search for beauty to the quest for power, featuring concerts, interviews, lectures, and cutting-edge research projects. Visit uctv.tv slash criticallyhuman. This band is Sally Swag. It's a, a great band from Sweden that has not been heard very much outside of Sweden, I think, or at least not in the United States. This will be their their premier U.S. concert. Uh, and uh, I uh, am very um, excited to be um, part of this happening. What is what is a typical process for how a, a Sally Swag's arrangement comes together? Well... I mean, uh, in the beginning, when we started to play together, um, we it was uh, like a journey, finding out how to work. Uh, but we were kind of just playing around, like being silly. And uh, what what happens if I do this? What do you feel like playing to this? And that's kind of how, how the first song started. I was, I think, really was, uh, um, yeah, showing me this hip hop beat, and and I just felt this would go really well with this hulling, and it's kind of, it's not what you would think would work, but when you try it, you just feel like, hmm, yeah, that sounds good. So mm. lots of trying. I don't know what you guys feel. Yeah, I agree. That's what happened. Um, just, uh, I mean, we're all so different, and we come from so many different backgrounds. So it was like, okay. Here we are. What are we gonna do? <laughs> you know, brings their 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 thing. We're just like, okay. Uh, well, that's how I felt anyway. I just openly embraced everything and just tried to do my thing on that. With that, I think that's what Sally Swag is a lot. Excellent. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of switch back and forth between the questions that have come in and some of my own questions. So uh, Sandy Joda uh, asks asked how the the band was born in the first place. How did you come together? Okay, so maybe I'll take this one. But it was actually I was sitting uh, on Facebook one day when I saw this question: Who wants to start a new band? It has to be all female band, and it's gonna be a world music band. Uh, the best proposal will win paid uh, rehearsal time and a tour and a gig at this super nice festival that I played with with the other band that's called Navarra once before and love that place. So I was like, that's a nice idea. Uh, and when I read through all the comments, uh, that really got me fueled because it was so many people uh, saying, well, if it's only females, it's not going to be any good, and it's just going to be violin and song. And I was like, oh. <laughs> "That's what I know." Uh, uh, but um, and it's yeah, if it's not going to be like it's not going to be real music, and it's not going to be powerful, whatever. And I just felt like that's just so wrong. Uh, of course, it's going to be interesting music. If if uh, I mean, I know so many good. Uh, female musicians and singers so I just I just wanted to prove them wrong and I kind of in my head envisioned this powerful big uh, group uh, of really good instrumentalists and singers and uh, and just uh, yeah phoned people and uh, that's how and uh, so many of us have never played before the band was started and that was like only fiction in the beginning and then 
we uh, we won <laughs> and uh, yeah the rest is history we toured a lot and so. so who uh who created that uh original post uh it was um a gala like we have a, a folk music gala once a year um uh, so we have uh, regional music um, uh, institutions um, that you can tour uh, through in Sweden and they so lots of those regional institutions came together to finance that uh, uh, creation of a band and and uh, and also the the people planning that gala so yeah, folk music institutions mainly and the opera house in Umeå or something like that <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, Naomi Seaman wonders how you got your name, Sally Swack. So it's going to be lots of answering from my side, no, but the, the other ones have lots to say as well. Uh, well, it was just like um, um, Sally, that's a nice girl's name, and uh, and um, Swag. Just I I wanted something that you could feel a lot of energy and kind. Of, saying something about what what you might hear but not not too obvious uh, so yeah swag can mean so many things but it's like a dance expression so yeah just yeah hmm. power <laughs> somehow excellent um can you can you talk about some of the different ways that you express your politics um through your music and through your activity as a band um Speaking from my point of view as a, a lyricist, um, writing lyrics, I always try to just um, speak from my experience. So being a woman and then being a black woman, I have the equality umbrella, but also the pro-black anti-racist umbrella, which we all kind of share. Um, especially like the anti-racist thing. So that it's a lot of that in the lyrics. Um, I mean, we've always been like a, a, a chef smell. Uh, how did you translate that? David? I said, so I, I said, um, so I, I said um, in the initial uh, e, um, publicity, I wrote kick in the teeth and that is wrong. Uh, it's not the best. Um, I think sucker punch is better. Sucker punch, uh, yeah. Sucker punch, yeah. <laughs> Sounds more like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we've always been that because it's, you know, a statement as, of us all being um, not men. And so, I don't know, does anyone, uh, anyone want to fill in on that? It's quite obvious what we stand for. <laughs> the reason how we came together as a band has really been... Uh, like a very solid foundation on where we what we want to do as a band i mean i think we we feel a responsibility actually to sort of be role models for younger women that would want to play an instrument or want to take up a lot of space like sound wise and also on stage so i think i think that sort of started the whole uh, you could call it activism or politics, but it came naturally. And then other important topics like 
anti-racism and uh, and so forth just came naturally as a that's how i see it yeah being a, um, a role model to young people especially uh young girls has been something we've uh, experienced that we are and it's been a lot of love in that getting that from them and I think that has pushed us to just continue to try and just, you know, set good examples, I guess, but just encourage them to start bands and take a lot of space. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, sort of following up on that, um, I think that a lot of people internationally aren't really aware of sort of uh, issues that are specific to, to Afro-Swedes. Um, Maybe even in Sweden, people aren't that aware. Uh, and I'm just—I just wanted wondered if, you, wondered if you could say some things about what what are the sort of circumstances that make the song "Clara Os" necessary. Mm. When I wrote the song, I wanted to just, which was like four years ago. I just wanted to write the song. It was in the beginning of my journey as like being openly pro-black and not being ashamed of that, which you can be in a, in a society like Sweden. But, um, so I just wanted to write a song with like giving power and, and um, spirit and positivity, like, um, um, yeah, just uh, pep uh, to, to uh, people from the African diaspora living in Sweden. Afropeans, Afro-Swedes, to just give power to us. Uh, and that was it. And then when I sent the song to Sana, who sings it with me, she sings the chorus and she was like, yeah, I love the song, but you know, um, I don't know really like, you know, I'm not black and how am I supposed to sing this? And, you know, and then we just came together, like it was her idea that, yeah, um, I sing it for you. Like I sing it, to tell you that we will all make it. Like we got you back. White people got your back. We are all in this together. Mm, now I forgot the question, but. Um, oh, so I was asking about the, the, um, the circumstances in Sweden that, that, uh, that make that song necessary. Well, um, we have a um, political party. I don't know if I'm supposed to mention that, but. Uh, you can. Yeah. We can get real here. We then Democrats. Yeah. Uh, And um, they are just not rooting for any of us, basically. Um, And um, they are just driving this force that needs to be killed, (laughs) you know, just X'd out. Um, I mean, uh, what can I say? There's a lot of um, racism going on in Sweden all over the world and the racism here in Sweden, I think is more of a structural racism, more than like, uh, you know, walking down the street and people yelling at you. And I think it's a structural racism that is mostly even more um, dangerous because it's very inside of the, the way you talk to people, the way you were raised to just um, think about other uh, people of color, it's in the systems, it's in the organizations, it's everywhere. So yeah, it's deep. 
yeah. <laughs> that's why uh, I felt the urge to just write a song and be like, keep going. We can do this. Yeah, it's, am it's an we amazing. We all can do this. Yeah. It's an amazing, it's an amazing song. So, um, yeah. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to see if there are other questions that have come in uh, while, we, while I was listening to that. Um, I think that other, th other questions have been answered from other people. Uh, uh, Sandy Jada uh, wants to know if you are going to keep making songs and keep playing together and uh, uh, just wants you to never stop. It seems like that's that was. <laughs> <laughs> so are you, you're, are, what are the plans? I guess the, the question is what, what, is the, what, is your, what are your plans for the future as a band? Uh, yeah, well, no one knows. But the, right now we we aim for continuing and um, we try to like survive this uh, these days of the pandemic. But we uh, but we just recorded new songs, and um, it's uh, yeah, it will be amazing. I think I've heard it. And uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to release that one. And um, this one we have never played outside of Sweden. That's a big step for us, actually. So we should celebrate that. So we yeah. just continue working. We are many members working a lot, different kind of things. But Selswag, we're still, we've been playing for what is seven? It? Seven years. Mm -hmm. That's a long time. But I think, yeah, we will continue. Of course, we will continue. Um, yeah. So just uh, um, what do you say? Um, listen for one of the music. Some yeah. <laughs> well, listen, listen to the listen to the new music. Uh, yeah, that's, 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 and uh, yeah. please spread it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Fantastic. Um, you mentioned in the in the program that you sent that uh, that song Vajrahalovat, which is the sort of traditional Swedish song, was one of the first arrangements um, arrangements that you did. Can you talk a little bit about the like the musical and the lyrical choices that you make in that song? Vajrahalovat. <clears throat> yeah, Vajrahalovat. Erika, Halling. It's a right? No, 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 no. It's a they are reggae, so we mixed reggae together with us. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's a, uh, I think it's it's normally a Polska the song. I think it's Rainlander. Oh yeah, hello. Oh. yeah, and then we also have a, a Scottish like a. Yeah, 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 that's right there. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's a mix. Uh, but lot. I mean, the song is uh, normally three, four, right? Oh yeah, hello. Um, so we made it slower, uh, slow down, but it, that's also a way to sing it, like free form. Um, but someone just, uh, I think it was Nadina, our first bass player, like uh, she wanted to put this reggae, uh, she had this reggae idea and we tried it and it's, it, it just brought something new to the song and it made sense and yeah, it was a hit in Ume Folk Festival. <laughs> One of the first songs uh, seven years ago, so I'm like, what was it now again? <laughs> but um, it's definitely reggae, yes, with the uh, Rainlander and uh, Polska, I guess, which is uh, 
Nor Nordic folk music. Yeah. Scandinavian folk music. We normally have a jazz solo on the trumpet as well in the middle, and uh, and there's toast like uh, Jamaica stuff in there as well. So lots of flavor in that stew. Yeah. In the program, I don't know if, if, if people at, at home have read the program, but you use a lot of the sort of that cooking metaphor. Yeah, yeah we say it in Sweden as well, like a grita, like a stew, like when you just put lots of stuff, uh, make make it boil for a long time and. Yeah. The and it's a great it's a great uh, metaphor i mean cooking and music you can you can add spices from all over the world and you can still make them come together in new and interesting ways so food and music have a lot in common in that sense yeah right smörgås tårta is also one thing <laughs> uh-huh. our trumpet player used to say that we are okay. how do you say that in english <laughs> Don't because that's not a, like I think maybe you should explain what that is because smorgasbord like aren't, don't you say that like you do say smorgasbord but smorgastorta yeah. is a thing that is a concept yeah, that we yeah, do not yeah. have and that I think <laughs> I think that more more people around the world should know about so please explain it's that. right <laughs> I hate smorgastorta <laughs> <laughs> I love it oh, no. right. sandwich cake it's like a, a it's yeah. like a, a savory cake that's just made out of things that are sandwich items. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big mix. Is that right? Shrimp sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, how about that song? The, the song uh, "Mi Tierra." Uh, some the 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 sort of the 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 musical and language choices that you're making in that song, right? Which is about uh, sort of this rural northern northern Sweden, but does not lean on sort of rural nor- northern Swedish music or language. Yeah, it's our drummer actually. She went to South uh, America uh, and um, played lots there and and uh, was taught the cumbia. So it's got lots of cumbia flavor. So she should really be the one talking about that song, but it was made by that root. Uh, I guess, I don't know if you if you have something to say together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry. Sorry. I was just going to say that. Oh, no, never mind. I was mixing it up with the, the other song. It's Cumbia, not Lando. Go ahead, Polly. Okay. Well, Sanna Eriksson wrote the lyrics, and I think she she also went to South, South America for a period in her life and lived in Bolivia. So I think it started off with this uh, cumbia and then andino melodies and i think that since she's from the north of sweden she did that connection between the andines and the north of sweden and just yeah added that text of uh, yeah, that sort of battle song for keeping all parts of the land alive and also not to just drain rural areas from natural resources and then not give anything back. So I think it's mainly Sanna Eriksson's work combining that. Definitely. 
Yeah, I am seeing we have some new questions uh, coming in from the crowd. So I would like to answer, ask some of those. Um, so Sandy Jada, by the way, Sandy Jada also mentioned that, that you should all come to Paris, which is why some of you <laughs> may have seen some mysterious text messages about Paris going back and forth. I think you were only seeing half of that conversation. So that's where that came from. But uh, Sandy also wonders, um, uh, there are earlier concerts where there's where there are some songs that uh, that that uh, that they have not heard of uh, and can't find on YouTube or Spotify. And are there places where they can find their your are there places where you can find your songs that are not as obvious, or will the, or will you release them? Some of these older songs in our upcoming um, EP, if you say that in English. Yes. Um, yes that we will probably release next year um there's five of those songs that we played today on there so most of the songs we played you'll you will hear in the future uh we will release them excellent um erica did you want yeah to say we made a cover if if they see like we ha there are some like uh, filmed on uh, old cell phones on YouTube maybe they'll see music so we had we made a cover of this great Somalian uh, song called Doyo uh, uh, by Durdur band and you can actually find the original on Spotify it's a really good so Somalia meets funk um, excellent music check them out Durdur band. Maybe I should write that in the chat because you should. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite songs that you, we used to play, but we don't play it anymore. And actually, actually, uh, the the following up, there's another question: what, what sort of music and musicians have you found inspirational? That so that that sounds like one. Are there others that you that you really other groups that you have have gotten inspiration from? I don't know. Mm. Everyone has, I think, very different liking. Uh, thoughts of that. I don't know. I have no nothing in mind for just Sally's work, but I find inspiration from many different. I don't know. Do you have? I, I haven't thought of that. <laughs> I don't know. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. I think that's a fine answer. Also, it's like no, no. Uh, we're, we're we're our own new thing. Everyone has their own in, in, individual inspirations, but but as a band. You know, it doesn't have to come from somewhere else necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Well, while starting the band, I was kind of in thinking of uh, lots of um, uh, bands consisting of many people, like the bigger bands. I don't know if you, you I wouldn't say big band, but uh, so there's this band called Simbi. Uh, it's a great um, Haiti funk uh, Gothenburg band. Um, and uh, there's also this street band. Uh, I mean, they were made uh, from being street musicians, like playing for people and, uh, just out in crowds. And uh, they are called Raven, like a very messy, uh, unpolished, uh, in-your-face band. They're huge in Japan now. But it, and, and I was also thinking of Östblocket. It's a really fun uh, Balkan in Swedish band uh, and all of these bands that I really like to go to festivals and dance to they mainly consist of all men or like one female singer maybe or one female accordionist player so that's yeah when I was thinking about starting this band I just wanted 
a band kind of like that, but with what would happen if the majority was female. That was, and it's, I mean, it's kind of blue folk music, Sweden away. And um, uh, I think somehow that also um, started us getting interested in, in this question about gender, because for me, I've been a professional musician for years before this band. And I never really thought of that I normally am maybe the only woman in those uh, bands that I'm in. And I haven't been thinking like that's because uh, females are worse at playing instruments. Just like that's what it, it just happens to be that way. And it seems like when you're starting bands, you take the people you know of. Like, uh, oh, my, my friend, uh, la la la, he plays the blah, blah, blah. Um, and somehow we forget the women in those processes. And we really didn't forget to ask the women in making Sally Swag. And, and also when we have substitutes, like in, on this concert, we had uh, lots of substitutes, uh, or if that's what you say, <laughs> it's like uh, on drums. Ring ringers, and guitar. I guess. Huh? Yeah. Ringers. Yeah. yeah, so uh, drums and the guitar uh, help me. Um, and bass. And bass, yeah, in this and and but we we were like a collective. We we are thirty people maybe that ha has been on stage as a member of Silas Wag. Uh, so there are lots of people involved. Um, so then, so we really had to get to know lots of uh, great musicians, uh, um, and that's been nice. And I also think that's been an eye opener. Uh, like, why don't I know more female uh, guitar players? Or why don't I know more female anything? Uh, and uh, now we do, <laughs> because we've been thinking about it. <laughs> and they're great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Long answer. <laughs> no, that's great. It's fantastic. Um, so Paul Prescott asked this question. Uh, so, so he he mentions that you talk about rural communities, and he's wondering if you've if you if you've toured toured across Sweden, and if so, what changes about your show show when you when you tour in different locations, and what have you learned by touring? It's a really interesting question. Um, we have been touring quite a bit, like both to smaller folk festivals around but also like going to schools and play for um, children, maybe 10 to 16 years old. And I think, I think a few of my strongest memories with touring with Sally Swag and playing have been actually those concerts that we've done for kids. I know that we were um, north in Sweden Timrå, it's, it's a small place north of Sundsvall. And uh, we played actually this doyo, um, the cover, the one cover that we played from Dordur Band. And there were um, quite a few girls, young girls from Somalia or Ethiopia there. And they were just so happy that we played one of their songs. Um, and that was really cool. Um, and also, I mean, in Sweden, we have quite a mixed population since 10 or 20 years or so. So 
when we come somewhere and uh, maybe we play open in a park and everyone can come and there will be some yeah some people that may not go to concert halls and listen to music but but out in the street in a park we meet them and we might play if not a tune from their original home country but like a flavor from it that kind of response is uh, amazing so that is really cool um so amy kaminsky who is my mom asked this question uh <laughs> Is there, is there, uh, and this is in response to what you're talking about, about in, uh, from it, what Erika was saying about uh, your experience being mostly in, in mostly male bands, is, is, the is, the is the dynamic different with an all-woman band? <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> yeah, but then again, when it comes to music, it's the same work. It's all about putting it together, finding the right groove and uh, intonation and melodies and who's playing what. So when it comes to the actual music work, I'd say it's the same, 100% the same. But then again, you know, you have a coffee break and you might talk about different things. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what, I mean, yeah. in, uh, I mean, we... Um, I mean, in this society, it's not very common to be nine women in, in a room to, working together. And I think uh, uh, it's easy to have uh, uh, prejudice, uh, that to bring ideas about how that's supposed to work. And uh, I think we've all been influenced uh, by that in our working together, like being scared of uh, what people might think of you and all those kind of things but we've really tried and worked together to keep uh, our room like a safe space and it's been it's been really nice and uh, for me mostly it's uh, a big thing is that uh, we've really been able to talk about uh, female experiences as uh, musicians and it kind of made me yeah more interested in those questions and also and it's also it's been so visible seeing um, how women are treated in the music business uh, because we've uh, now I have uh, heard so many experiences. Um, so that would I think would be the biggest difference, like that uh, yeah, to hear more stories. Um, so uh, I, I have one final question. Uh, which and this one comes in from uh, Mulingisi Ntembu, who says, "Thank you so much for the great concert. How has Sweden and the rest of the world received your message?" Quite good, I think. <laughs> um, well, at least Sweden. Um, just uh, I was just thinking about the questions that came in, like touring. Um, meeting all the, the young people and knowing that, you know, what we do really makes a difference. And that has just given us as a group, but individually for myself, um, the drive and the motivation to 
stay in the band and prioritize it and keep going and keep writing songs and and so um yeah i think um especially in sweden but obviously across the world it's we are important excellent there were lots of um like uh, expectations when uh, before our first our very first gig since it was like everybody knew that a new band was coming uh, and there was going to be a seminar the day after the concert where where they were going to discuss like was this a good idea or not <laughs> it was kind of uh, interesting uh, and it was a huge response like that concert like so many people were there listening in Umefolk and uh, screaming and dancing and it was just awesome and also i mean we had never been standing on the same stage together before so we have just been rehearsing so it was uh, so much fun for us and uh, it kind of yeah it, it kind of made an explosion in the folk uh, music uh, society in sweden so we won uh, an award uh, later on for newcomer of the year and and that kind of thing uh because it kind of was a success uh, but then also like what how have uh, also that lots of other bands have been started i don't know if it's a consequence uh, because of Saliswag, but uh, there are female bands um oh, that sounds weird but i mean bands uh, <laughs> that are, are, consist of female musicians um that play blues. There's Lady Got the Blues that we played together with that are great. And there are yeah, lots of other bands with younger members coming up. And I think, I mean, that we inspire each other uh, like uh, to make it possible. Um, uh, yeah. 